Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program coming to you through the miracle of the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Didn't you say, Pickle, that there were a bunch of people watching us on YouTube the other day? Yeah, shout out to all our YouTube. Like, we're, we're consistently over, like, 20 yeah. live viewers at a time on YouTube. So Shout out, YouTube nerds. Rock Woo. on. Um, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. Sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making a sound good, representing the E-Block, representing... What, what was that? <laughs> Let me pop this, this back in. Representing the E-Block. <laughs> she has a Duchess of the Dorks. She's actually Pickle. You're, you are a mess I'm a today. mess this morning, man. You are a mess. I don't know mess. what it is. Like, I had a, I got a frog in my throat. That's why like, I was looking around for a lozenge, and nobody has a lozenge because it's June. June. He's just, he's trying to I'm get just, out of going to 7 on 7. I am not. I'm committed to it. Yeah. <laughs> I packed enough... I packed enough clothes mm-hmm. to to celebrate your. I guess we we need to say that your birthday is coming up this weekend, and we won't be here to celebrate you. We will be down there. So who, who you could are pumped? Who could possibly care? That's another fair point. A phrase we like to say in recruiting is all commitments are non-binding. They're verbal commitments, oh. but they're non-binding. Don't give so, him a way out of this, Powers. That, by I'm not the way. giving him away. I just know that. <laughs> I just know that there. You could be there on Thursday and see Tepper, and then look for him on Friday, and he's gone. That's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete, <laughs> uh, our recruiting analyst here, uh, who joins every Wednesday. And by the way, you can't see him, but over there in the uh, the. Greg Powers Memorial Power Zone. Uh, is Matt Sitting Stepp. in the shadows. Hi, Matt. Hello. There he is. Matt <laughs> Steps here from Canada because we're all going to College Station today. We're all driving down to the beautiful BCS to have some fun at the State 7 on 7 tournament coming up here this weekend. Today is Wednesday, June 23rd, 2021. Uh, 150 something days till Thanksgiving. Hold on. 155 days till Thanksgiving. Uh, episode 1192. Happy birthday to who's who was born June 23rd. Let's find out. Whose birthday is today? Do 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 do. Oh, I Happy think, I birth. Think it's do you know birthday. somebody? I think it's fine. Happy birthday to Francis McDormand. Um, cool. Yeah. 
Sure. Happy birthday to KT Tunstall, who's great. And but actually, wow, J- KT Tunstall and Jason Mraz, both of whom make an appearance on Pete the Cat on Amazon. How about that? Cool. Uh, on today's show, guys, it's this week in recruiting uh, with Greg Powers and Excel Athlete. Oh, it's Ladanian Tomlinson's birthday. That's there the we go. It's Ladanian Tomlinson. There we birthday. go. Happy birthday, Happy birthday LT. Uh, LT. Um, on today's show, guys, it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers. A very special, um, uh, what do we call it? It's a, 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 a bit it's of a, a commitment. It's a remix edition of. Uh, of <laughs> called of it the commitment program. edition. The commitment edition because it was commit season this past week. Season. A I, lot of. I published the article a day early because I was afraid if I don't publish it now, <laughs> more commitments are, are going to happen, and two more commi- in-state commitments happen. Of course, pushing the button. Of course, we remember a couple weeks ago when we had no in-state commitments. Yeah, and it we was were weird. like, uh, "What are we going to do?" And now it's a uh, flood. So we'll talk about that, and then back half the show. Powers caught up with the quarterback at of the Flower Mound Jaguars, uh, quarterback Nick Evers, the Florida commit. Uh, we'll hear from him coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It's Andrew Christensen, Aaron Arbuckle, Hector Rios, and da- Daniel Agnew. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, my friends. Let me... Okay. So remember, we'll have complete coverage of, of the State 7-on-7 tournament. Today is the last show of the week because we are going down to College Station, so don't miss us too much. But if you're going to be in College Station, come say hi. Step love surprise hugs. And uh, we will be selling. Um, we, we will have some copies of this bad boy, the 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. So if you're going to be down there, come find us, and we'll sell you one of these. I boys. would say buy them fast because last yeah. time we took them down there, by the, I think we were so, sold out on the second day. So here's, here's the God's honest truth. I mean, I, I have nothing to hide. We are bringing a couple hundred magazines. That's as many as we brought last time, and I believe by Friday afternoon. Earlier than that? Before, wow, wow, okay, so it was like Friday morning that they were gone, so uh, show up early if you want to get your hands on the 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Okay, let's do this. Let me channel. I'm Greg Tepper, that's Greg Powers, and this is This Week in Cruton. Whoa. It's This Week in Recruiting. Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter, G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. See his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. And of course, it's brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express! My wife ate it for dinner last night. My wife. Because, do you know why? And this is 100% true. Because she was craving fried pickles. Let's nice. go. And I, like, she loves her chicken. I was like, you know, Chicken Express has fried, has, has fried pickles. She's like, you gotta get the ranch. So we'll all be driving by multiple Chicken Express locations on the way to College Station today, and I got a feeling that somebody's going to be stopping in and getting some of those yummy, fresh, and delicious chicken tenders, and that will be me. I can't. Be- I can't. Tindies. I can't believe you. I haven't had like, my fix this week. I can't believe you're like not legit on the payroll for <laughs> for, for, for Chicken yeah, Express. Chicken How Express much you marketing's love. like that guy. But we like, want but that like one. at the same time, like why would they put you on the payroll when you will just do this for like, free? <laughs> my friends in Hillsborough, get my Express <laughs> Tinder Pack ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's this week in recruiting, and it's a very special edition of this week in recruiting because we had ten. New in-state pledges, uh, commitments this week, including, by the way, and, and so does that include the two that came after you published? No, two, two came in last night. Uh, Tyler King from A-Leaf Taylor committed to Texas Tech, which was their third commitment of the week. And Cardell Pat from Stafford, uh, defensive lineman, committed to Houston. Okay. So they're not listed, so two more commitments so, happened overnight. So 12. Yeah, We 12. have 12 between the last time we talked and now. Sure. Okay. We're going to run through them. 
let's start with the three with a three A commitment. How about this? How about Hut Graham, the quarterback for the Gunner Tigers, uh, has committed to Texas Tech. I made the comment on Twitter that I thought that it was really cool that the quarterback of a pistol option offense was getting was committing to Tech. I want to be very clear. <laughs> I don't think Hut Graham's going to play quarterback at Texas Tech. I think he could. Like, he's pretty darn good. But I think they're likely to move him over to the defensive side of the ball. Is that correct? Yep. Tech sees him as a defensive back or safety. Well, he's a guy we'll see at in College Station this weekend because he's going to be playing quarterback and uh, defensive back for the Tigers. Uh, wherever you put him, like, what I like about this is I think this is proof that if you're a ball player, it doesn't matter what offense you play in. It doesn't matter what classification you play in. You're going to get noticed. You're going to get some love. And Hut Graham is a perfect example of that. Pretty cool recruiting story, too, because I think he went to a camp at TCU, stood out, got some, um, started to get some publicity. Mm-hmm. Then he went to Lubbock for a camp. They offered and brought him right back in for an official visit to, so he could meet everybody, meet all the coaches. And he committed very quickly. Mm. Um, I, you know, I really like his tape. You know, even playing quarterback, he's a guy who throws the ball pretty good. Yeah. You know, but he runs well and he brings a lot to the table. He's a leader, 6'1", 175. So, I mean, he checks a lot of the boxes off if you're a Texas Tech fan and kind of got the ball rolling. You know, they, they had, they're they now starting to pick up some commitments, and it was a little bit slow for them for a while. So this kind of got some waves out there on social media, and now you're starting to see the ball roll downhill a little bit for the Red Raiders. So one of the things that, that about um, – about Hut Graham. Hudson Graham is his name, but he goes by Hut because that's a great quarterback Elite name. Elite quarterback name. Um, yeah. One of the things about Hudson Graham is they don't, as you probably can notice, they don't ask him to throw the ball a ton. He's, right. He operates that kind of pistol option option offense. Um, he threw the ball 162 times last year. Okay, That's not for a guy. I mean, they played, I think, 15 games last year yeah. to, to throw the ball 162 times. like They're not asking him to go out there and air it out. Complete 112 of them. For 2,000 yards, okay? Plus, he's he ran for 650 yards. Uh, you talk with Jake Fazell, he'll tell you what a leader this guy is, what a hard worker he is. Like, that's, again, I just love this story because it's a perfect example of all of the, like, traditional metrics of things that where you go to find recruits. Right. They are changing. If you can play ball, you're going to get noticed. And that's and that's what happened here with, with, with Graham. A couple of Texas legends definitely knew about him, too. He had an offer from UTSA in Hawaii. So, mm. you know, yeah. people were dialed in on him. Yeah, people knew what they were getting. All right, let's now move on to another Texas Tech commit. Uh, this one out east to Tyler Legacy, where Bryson Donnell has committed to Texas Tech. He had 20 offers, chose the Red Raiders over them. Um, this is a very deep running back class in 2022 Bryson Donnell strikes me as a guy who is maybe a victim of being in such a deep class that he's not getting the love that he deserves I think a lot of other years we'd be going people would be going gog out over Bryson Donnell well the thing I think that you have to take into consideration when you're breaking down his game is that he shares carries with Jamarion Miller um, who's one of the top rated running backs in the entire country um and what I love about their offensive scheme is those guys are pretty different. You know, you see Miller is able to catch the football out of the backfield really well, can split out and play some wide receiver, where Donnell is a guy who brings a little bit of thunder when he's running with the football. The thing that I really like about him that jumps out on tape to me is his, is his balance. And it makes him escape or dodge away from defenders pretty easily, just like kind of slide off of him. 
We brought that up when we were talking about DeAnthony Gaffin, who committed to USC this mm-hmm. week, by the way. So mm-hmm. another big commitment in the Lone Star State. Uh, very similar games. Those two guys are, you know, in that top 100, but could very easily be moved up, I think. And, and a lot of colleges value them as higher rated type of guys too like you said it's kind of a deep running back class this year most certainly bryson donnell a texas tech commit let's talk about baylor baylor had a nice nice week uh picked up three commitments let's start uh down with the uh one of the big hog mollies in the uh, offensive line uh, the offensive tackle caden siraki yep nailed it from the woodlands uh he had offers from places like smu and texas southern he's pulled the trigger to go to baylor a lot of this Correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of this stems from, and a lot of Baylor's interest was, we got him in as a camper in one of their one of their camps. Um, he was exceptional there, and they were like, "You, you want to stay?" And he's like, no, "That sounds <laughs> that sounds good." And at six seven three twenty, um, he's the first one off the bus. Yeah, and he has a younger brother, Colton Siraki, who is um, going to be a big time stud as well. So they're paying it forward by recruiting the family there too but he stood out at the camp and he's one of these guys who we talk about this all the time there are some of these guys who go the extra mile to 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 develop into top tier prospects and he's put in a ton of work in the offseason to be one of those guys when he went to camp that he would get noticed I mean yeah I guess you're going to notice six seven three twenty you know whenever it comes to the camp but to be honest there are a lot of guys like that vying for offers. You know, there are a lot mm-hmm. of big players. Texas is a very loaded state with talent, especially up front, and they are used to playing in these systems that they can move now. You know, they're not just stiff um, guys with slow feet. These guys are all guys who can move. So what he's done to turn himself from a guy that Texas Southern was coming after to a guy that Baylor wants to get on their commitment list is pretty impressive, and I think that he'll continue to slide up um, rankings list as people get to see him play next season because he's going to be the anchor of that the the Woodlands offensive line, and they they produce some talent there. That is on the offensive side of the trenches. Let's yep. go to the defensive side of the trenches where I would, with respect to Siraki and with respect to the gentleman we're going to talk about after this, I would say this was the headliner of the week for Baylor, yep. was getting a commitment from Mount Pleasant 2022 defensive tackle Trey Emery. Um, this is He had 17 major, other major offers. We have him ranked as the number three defensive tackle in the state in the class of 2022. Um, that's just that... that is a big time get here for the Baylor Bears, and I'm sure Dave Aranda, most especially, is is real pleased with this. Well, defensive tackles, the to me, the toughest spot to not only find talent, it's the toughest spot to develop talent. And when you have someone like Trey Emery, who has all of the tools that you're looking for. It gives you a leg up on that development, and there's a reason why 17 other major colleges were after him. Um, So he was blown away on his official – he committed on the first day he was there, I think, on his official visit weekend. He's like, oh, I've seen enough. I'm going to commit to Baylor. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what they have to do is wait and see, is he going to take his official visits next to Oklahoma State and Arkansas? And and I'm not saying this is the way that Trey Emery is at all. This isn't a – point that I'm going to make about Trey but there are some guys who go through the recruiting process that are blown away on visits and want to commit Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that he's one of those guys I'm just saying now he's going to take these other visits you have to make sure 
You lock you, it in. You lock it in. But huge commitment. Number three defensive tackle in the state. And I would say maybe maybe the best defender. One of the, uh, he's one of the best defenders in East Texas. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's absolutely fair. Uh, we're doing this week in recruiting with Greg Powers and Excel Lapley here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation hashtag TF Today. Uh, let's start. Uh, let's continue with Baylor, and let's start with uh, I think maybe the one that flew under people's radar, which was the commitment of Jordan Neighbors, the wide receiver from from Rockwall Heath. Um, I think this is uh, I think this is a really big get for Baylor. I think that he was a guy who was a an integral part of their deep, maybe surprising run, depending on who you ask, uh, in the playoffs last year. Uh, there at Rockwall Heath, he had offers from places like Penn State and Florida State. He's decided to go with with Baylor. One of the things I like about him is obviously an excellent receiver, but you feel like he could he could maybe see some early playing time thanks to his ability in the special teams. Exactly, and he's just one of these guys. You know, Rockwall Heath is loaded. Mm-hmm. They had another guy, uh, their quarterback Joshua Hoover, committed to Indiana a couple days ago. Zach Evans committed to Minnesota. Um, so this is a team that's just ripe with talent. And sometimes I feel like people in the Dallas area overlook Jordan Neighbors in some regard when he probably shouldn't be overlooked. Um, a well-rounded skill set, uh, passes the eyeball test. He's good anywhere that you put him on the football field and is just a great all-around football player, which I think that that's going to play well in Waco in the Big 12. I mean, I bet you he would flip over and have no problem playing defensive back. You know, he just mm. is good at everything. Yeah. You know, he's one of these guys who could probably do a little bit of it all. Um, I, I'm not going to – I got a comparison for him. Okay. And, and I don't – and it, the track speed is not verified, I don't think, with neighbors the same way it was with this guy. But he reminds me a lot of Devin Duvernay. Mm-hmm. That's what he reminds me a lot of on the football field. They love to get him the ball underneath. He makes people miss, and he has the speed to cash it in. So he's a pretty impressive player. Yeah, that's. Uh, that, that, I think that's a pretty good comp. And and I know that uh, Mike Spradlin and company are really excited to have him back uh, at, for his senior year. Uh, let's now matriculate back to the Woodlands. We already talked about one of their offensive tackles, Caden Siraki. Let's talk about on the defensive line. Or I'm sorry, on the defensive side, uh, their outside linebacker, Martrell Harris. Martrell Harris, um, a four-star defensive uh, offensive line, uh, outside linebacker, rather, from the Woodlands, has pulled the trigger to Texas A&M. A very big get for Jimbo Fisher as they continue to do work on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Martrell Harris, uh, a guy who I think you could line up almost anywhere on the field and he would make his impact. I love Martrell Harris. This is a guy who um, has a very high upside. I think he moved to Texas two years ago. No, he transferred to the Woodlands two years ago from another Houston area school. I was thinking maybe he came from Louisiana. He may have. Um, But I I just like what he's bringing to the table as far as what his development is going to look like two years down the road. You remember Buddy Johnson. Yes. Uh, You know, he's a freak, right? Um, Physical freak. But he didn't – he was always impressive when you saw him. But his development once he got to A&M is what kind of changed him from a guy who looked impressive to a guy who always played impressively. Mm -hmm. You know, and Martrell Harris is one of those guys who has the length, the open field running ability to be a really special player in college in the SEC where you need that speed to not only sometimes chase down running backs, but to cover guys coming out of of the backfield, you know, that kind of stuff. I I just think – these are all the things that make him a four-star type of guy. And clearly, he saw the cover of the magazine and said, 
<laughs> I got to go be a part of that. Well, and I, I mean, you, your point is well taken about how in the SEC you've got to have guys who can get out into space and cover. That the days of, especially in the SEC, the days of the run and hit linebacker right. are numbered. Mm-hmm. Like they're numbered. I'm not saying they're they're gone, but they're numbered. What well, what you've got to have is guys who can who can yes, of course, run and hit and be there and run support, but also get out to the flat and cover a running back. Uh, coming out of the backfield or cover a bubble screen and, and fly to the football. And Marshall Harris is one of those guys. The the conference has changed. Yes. You know, this is a conference that's changed a lot, especially over the last two years. It's I think a lot of times, if you were talking traditionally about the SEC, there's like a lot of comparisons between the SEC and the Big Ten. You're like, oh, well, the SEC is the Big Ten, but the guys are just better, right? The up and down the line that's what makes the sec so special now you're seeing these wide open offenses a lot like what the big 12 is known for Mm -hmm. in the sec and and it's just a vastly different conference and you have to have a different type of player on the defensive side of the ball and martrell harris is that type of player can i make you can i make you crazy i think there's just another commitment that came down no who i think isaiah crawford just committed to baylor see yeah, that's just that's exactly things are heating up. They know that we're going to be in College Station and can't update the database. Yeah. That's what's happening. Exactly right. Anyway, <laughs> get it done now. Uh, so there you go. There, of course. Thanks a lot, guys. Um, all right, let's continue. Let's go to UTSA. Talk about uh, they got a quarterback commitment from this weekend. Uh, maybe a guy that uh, flying under people's radar. Uh, this this has. This has Jeff Trailer's fingerprints all over it. Diego Tello, the 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 quarterback at Austin Bowie, uh, commits to UTSA over Texas State. Um, yeah, the, uh, this is a guy, this is, I think a classic Jeff trailer move here. I think he's identified a quarterback. I'm like, you're pretty good. And I don't think anybody knows about you. Why don't you come to UTSA? He is high on the quarterback trail right now. He is, he is second. Um, he, he, there was a second offer. He had an offer from, from Texas state. I have a feeling that UTSA came calling and said, buddy, we can make you a star. And I think that that's, you know, that's, that's my read on the situation. This feels like a Jeff trailer move. I agree, and I really like um, the combination between him and Brandon Tennyson. You know, Tennyson is a guy who could play a different position if need be, um, but has really developed as a quarterback. Diego Tello is a little bit bigger, stronger. Um, I I describe him as a mobile pocket quarterback, mm. and he's kind of different than ELM too, right? You know, they're so they they're bringing in three different type of quarterbacks maybe they can get the one that's going to be best suited for their future needs in one of these guys and they have the roster space to do it I think he makes their quarterback room better I really like the way that he quickly diagnoses a play gets the football out he has a really quick release you know so that's something that I find impressive and I'm, I, and a guy I'd like to see more out of is Diego Tello yes I think he's a guy who's going to be uh, a star as a senior so credit to next level athlete Steve Gideon who's been telling me about this guy for a while oh, they, right. yeah. yeah are they obnoxious those guys no whenever, like, whenever, like whenever one of them hits though are they like i told you not at all <laughs> not at all because i would be insufferable that's like i don't know like let's talk about another Awkward. utsa quarterback right like uh eddie lee marburger like yep. when eddie lee marburger got 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 commits utsa like all of us were like uh-huh we've, we've been, been telling trying you let the boy well, cook exactly <laughs> Well, oh, just pull up the back. Pull up well, the I wanted to just see um, because there was debates. You know, like I go to these guys and we talk about these quarterbacks. And Diego Tello was one of the Texas top three hundred in the magazine this year. And large credit to 
his ranking because he didn't have any offers when that list was put together. So uh, the talent evaluators knew a little bit of something about Diego Tello got him listed in that mag. All right, let's go to – now we're – gosh, so many commitments. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Richland, uh, talk about their wide receiver, C.J. Nelson. Uh, he has pulled the trigger committing to SMU. This is notable – because this is, I guess you could probably call it a win in the battle, the recruiting battle of the Iron Skillet. Yep. He's a one-time TCU commit. He had offers from a lot of Power 5 schools, including like Oregon, Texas Tech, Utah, Arizona State. And now he's a top 100 guy, a hot 100 guy on uh, TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And now he's going to go to SMU. Uh, I mean, you talk about drawing a circle around DFW and doing some work within it. That's what SMU's doing here. Love C.J. Nelson. We talked about him when he committed to TCU. He's a he's a twitchy wide receiver who's best suited to play in the slot. Um, SMU had a huge recruiting weekend. They had uh, C.J. Nelson on campus, Chase Biddle, Jordan Hudson. We talked about him last week as a guy who to really keep your eye on. And they put their best foot forward with all three of those guys and then ended up getting a commitment uh, from Nelson, who was a recent TCU commit. So that kind of tells you the recruiting – power of what SMU is bringing to the table right now um, to go head-to-head with a Power 5 school right, you know, and you're basically in your same city. Yeah. So that's – the rivalry shall continue. Yeah, but don't cry for TCU because no. uh, they got themselves a pretty good wide receiver this week as Matthew Golden, the Klein Kane wide receiver, uh, the checked in uh, and, and committed to the TCU Horn Frogs. is a guy who checks in at the uh, number 69 in the DCTF Hot 100. Um like this guy a lot, and a guy who, you know, we talked a little bit about Jadon Blue and him opting out of his senior season. Um, don't don't sleep on Klein Kane because they've still got this guy, and Matthew Golden is a star who we figure to see this weekend in College Station. Matthew Golden is one of those guys who you always come away impressed with because of his hands. Mm. He catches everything, mm. and he'll be even more impressive in the seven-on-seven seven setting where you can actually see him work without pads, see how he uses his hands to catch the football naturally away from his body, um, but you won't see him having a lot of drops, right? This is a guy who, you know, you can see him right there just reaching out and plucking that ball out of the air, making it look really easy different receiver than cj nelson i see golden as a guy who could play out of the slot some but i think he's more of an outside receiver he's a decent blocker um pushes the defensive back back but he's one of those guys you can go to each and every play he's a um he's a go-to yeah. receiver so he's different than um cj nelson a wire out but they're very similarly rated. CJ's, I think, got him edged by a couple spots in our wide receiver rankings. I think CJ's nine and Golden's 11. Um, but that could easily change. He's one of the guys I'm most excited to see because he was one of those that was in that four-star discussion. He's been playing and putting up stats for a while now. He's got experience. So one more thing before we let you go, before we talk with Nick Evers from, from uh, Flower Mound, the Florida command. Um, you are going to be at seven on seven this weekend. Yep, uh, you're going to be out there um, at the in College Station watching some dudes. Uh, we've named a number of them that we've that we're going to see down there. Guys like Hot Graham, guys like Matthew Golden, things like that. Uh, who else? Give me a couple other names that you are particularly interested in watching this weekend in College Station. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Sure, and just if you're wanting to read more about these top prospects in College Station, who'll be performing this week, TexasFootball.com/slash/recruiting. Just published. How about literally that? just pushed the button <laughs> on the top prospects to watch in College Station wow. this weekend. Wow. 
the timing, impeccable timing. So good. Uh, guys that I'm really excited to see, Jared Kerr at Lexington. Yeah. He's a guy who I'm really excited to see because he, he's so he, versatile. He might be the most he might be the most electrifying player out there at any level. I, I think at any level. I mean, this kid is incredible. He's lightning in a bottle. He's and, the he's the guy in D three who I really have circled. I have to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, D two, I'm you know Ruben Owens will be there, mm-hmm. but a guy who I'm excited to see is Jace Jones from Silsby. Mm-hmm. He's a six foot six, two hundred twenty pound tight end. Tight ends and seven on seven are monsters if you have yeah. a good one. So I'm really excited to see him. See what he's bringing to the table. He's a great basketball player. But the D1 tournament is, as always, it's absolutely loaded. It's stupid, man. It's I mean, like there, there's it's it's funny because it feels like there's some years in which like there's a couple of big time prospects there, but like you can kind of narrow in on them. This year, it's like I mean, how many did you write for the, for the in Division? So one? I did three prospects to watch in D3, okay. five to watch in D2, and fifteen to watch in D1. <laughs> fifteen. I mean, so, it's crazy. The quarterback scene is going to be pretty good. You know, Cade Klubnick. Uh, Connor Wegman, um, a guy that I really always love to watch in 707, Garrett Rangel, but mm-hmm. Mabry Matower from mm-hmm. the Woodlands. I'm excited to see him. Weston Smith, Cole Welliver. So you have some of the young puppies, the next generation. Mm-hmm. You, you remember we saw Quinn Ewers two years ago, and that's really that 707 tournament where he led them to the state championship game was – in a way, his coming out party, especially on the Texas high school football scene. But if if it, I'm hoping and praying that this happens, I'm super stoked to see Caleb Burton play at Lake Travis. I know. I'm interested to see so that's Jackson the Arnold after your your riveting. Um, good, yeah. good kid, and then yeah. another another quarterback to put on that list. But Caleb Burton is that guy. How does he change the Lake Travis offense? Um, and what does he look like after missing what was virtually his entire year last year? I think he only played some snaps in the first game. Um, so that's a guy just for rankings purposes and that kind of stuff. He's like one of the guys who I'm most excited to actually get my eyeballs on. He is Greg Powers, an XL athlete. He'll be in College Station this weekend, and he loves surprise hugs. Follow him on Twitter, <laughs> G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. See us fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And stay right there because you're going to introduce the next segment. Let's After this, because as we mentioned, we're going to be in the uh, in College Station this weekend for the State 7-on-7 tournament. This is our last show of the week. But if you miss us, uh, don't worry. We've got some football content for you because you can watch the State 7-on-7 tournament live. No, we're going to State. Oh no! What happened? I uh, I clicked the wrong button. How about that? And it was just Nick Evers staring into the camera. <laughs> well, let's get to that. The state seven on seven tournament you can watch live. Oh, free! Oh, free! TexanLive dot com this weekend, uh, June twenty fourth through twenty sixth. The state seven on seven tournament live for free on TexanLive dot com. Thanks to our friends at the Texas Army National Guard sponsoring it, making it for free. We could have charged, but they're like, no, 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 no. We'll pick up the tab. Texas Army National Guard picking up the tab. Thanks to them for making the free broadcast of the state uh, seven on seven tournament possible. TexanLive dot com. So make sure tomorrow, starting I guess about one o'clock. 
Yep. Tomorrow about one o'clock, we will be broadcasting the State Seven on Seven tournament. We won't. I should tell you, we're not going to have every game, but we will have. I think we have four fields going. Yes. Oops. Well, yeah. To, yes. So four it's, fields. So it's, it's the half fields. fields. Cut in yes. Half. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so it's four. It's four. Two the, fields. Four games. You should be there able. We go. There will be. There will be many times where you'll be able to watch four different games at once if you would like to. So Texas football or TexanLive.com is where you can watch the State Seven on Seven tournament. Powers, who'd you talk to this week? So we spoke with Flower Mound quarterback Nick Evers, um, a guy who's made his verbal commitment to play in the SEC for Florida and will, will be representing the great state of Texas in the Elite 11 Finals in the beginning of July. So a guy who has a lot of potential to be a star at the next level. Here is Greg Powers' conversation with Flower Mound quarterback Nick Evers. We're on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas football. And like we do every week, we're joined with one of the state's top recruits. And this time, man, I'm real excited to have Nick Evers from Flower Mound High School. on. man, you're actually the uh, first person I invited to come on to the show uh, to do this weekly segment for us over at TexasFootball.com. Our schedules couldn't get lined up. But since that time, man, things have just went to the moon for you. I mean, out of this world, a lot of great stuff has been happening in your life. Um, I just want to really kind of talk about Flower Mound. Once you catch us up on um, what's going on at Flower Mound and how things have been going for you lately. Yeah, you know, um, there's a bunch of things that we're kind of working on this offseason. You know, we didn't necessarily have the greatest um, season last year, and I think that's kind of like our main focus going into the offseason is everyone's really trying to work as hard as possible um, so we can get the outcome that we want next year. You know, we got a lot of veteran guys that have a lot of experience on the team. Um, so, you know, I'm feeling pretty confident in what what we got going on. Um, I'm super excited. You know, everyone's kind of pumped up, just eager to get on the field again. So we're all pretty excited. Just talk about how you overcame adversity to grab that starting spot last year. I mean, basically taking uh, leadership of the team and now heading into your senior season, how – much are you looking forward to actually being you know uh that guy that everybody looks to for not only leadership but to rally behind um you know that's just like the role that I kind of wanted and accepted you know just being a quarterback naturally you're kind of the leader kind of leading everything um just having full reins of everyone um so you know that's something that I wanted going into this um season and going into this position is you know just being the leader top guy that everyone looks up to um so you know just handling that adversity you know I was really just putting a lot of work off the field you know trying to outwork any competition um you know whether that's in the classroom or looking at film or just like pure athleticism you know it's just like I wanted to do better than whoever was competing with me um Nick, I, I don't feel like it's fair for me, man, because I think I saw you step on the field. I don't even know if it was one of your first times like in the spotlight, but I think it was a flex seven on seven practice or something like that before you had even won the starting job at Flower Mound. And you were dropping some pretty dimes out there uh, into your receiver's hands. Now I see you basically grow up before my eyes and I watch you out there throwing at the Elite 11 Regional. And I was like, man, this is really cool to watch this guy really develop from a guy who was fighting for that starting quarterback job into a guy who's now uh, an Elite 11 finalist. Just kind of talk about the rise with that. All the offers came in. All this crazy stuff happened to you. Just it's got to be surreal in some ways. 
Yeah. So, you know, I kind of like my whole mentality uh, this whole time is really just like keep your head down and work. You know, um, if you're always working hard and taking care of business, you know, all the accomplishments will um, come eventually. You know, your, your hard work will eventually pay off. And that's something that um, me and my, my family and our, my QB coach, Kevin Murray, we're all really, that's really been like our discussion is just keep working. Everything will fall into place. God's got a plan. Um, so, you know, just having that mindset of just keep on grinding, it, um, you know, it's really ended up working out for me, I would say, um, you know, but getting this Elite 11 um, finalist invite was definitely surreal. You know, I really couldn't even believe that I got it because I, I mean, my whole life I've been watching the Elite 11 finals, you know, just watching those guys just wanted to be a part of that fraternity is just something I always kind of dreamed of. Um, so now that I can be a part of that, it's really just, it's awesome. You know, I'm enjoying it. I'm excited to go out to LA and show everyone what I can do. We're going to dive into recruiting eventually. You know, I got to ask you a little bit about Florida and all that, but what I've noticed is watching your recruiting process is like, even when you went on the official visit and you touched on this in your last answer is how big family is for you. You have a great family. I've met your parents. Um, you know, really enjoyed the pictures. I think it was of you and your little sister maybe on the Florida visit. Just talk about um, how your family's been important to you as you went through the stressful process of having to pick a college and get recruited and, and go through this entire process. Yeah, so, you know, my family's been involved with really just my whole football journey ever since I picked up the football. Um, so, you know, we really, I'm really a family oriented guy, I put family or it goes God family than everything else. Um, that's what I've been taught and I live by that. So, you know, um, just really just sticking to the roots. Um, my, my parents have been very supportive of me and my siblings. And um, so, you know, just going through this whole recruiting process with them, has been a journey. You know, we, we uh, been through a, a lot. I say this recruiting process, especially the pandemic, it's definitely kind of uh, screwed things around. Uh, it's not technically a normal um, situation that recruits have to deal with all over the nation. So, you know, just really um, sticking to my roots has been something that I kind of just pride myself on. And that's honestly part of the reason or part of the uh, thing that I was looking for in a football program is how well they accept my family, not just me, but how comfortable they uh, really make my mama feel because, you know, I'm I'm going far away from home. So I want her to feel comfortable and safe as possible. And, you know, Florida kind of did that for her and she feels she feels 100 percent comfortable and excited for me to, you know, get down to Gainesville and do my thing. So. Leadership is a word that uh, quarterbacks, co quarterback coaches, they use that word a lot. Um, one of the ways I define leadership is guys want to kind of rally behind certain guys. And you were kind of a trendsetter in a way, making an early commitment to Florida. And it seems like since that time, a lot of Texas guys have really been interested in that brand, want to go play for the Gators. Um, kind of talk about how you have taken – on recruiting responsibilities as a quarterback commit. I know you're recruiting guys from the Lone Star State to come with you to the swamp. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my whole my whole thought process behind just me recruiting so hard like I am right now is, you know, I'm trying to build something special down at the swamp, something that I want to write my own path, um, write my own legacy. That's kind of my whole mentality going into this. And, you know, that starts off with getting the right group of guys um, to help 
uh, achieve that goal um, in my class. And that's really why I recruit so hard is because I want to build something special and I want to be memorized for, you know, the achievements that we did as a team. Um, and, you know, I really just, it really just took pride and that's, uh, that's really re what I wanted to do. Um, this whole recruiting process is trying to get like a bunch of group of guys, talented group of guys um, down to the swamp. If that's from the Lone Star State, great, you know, but I'm really just kind of talking all over the nation, trying to get, build something special down at the swamp. So. Nice, man. And you mentioned the pandemic coming out of the pandemic, you got to go on the official visit and like never before fans and um, people who follow recruiting are brought kind of behind the scenes to see what's going on. You know, there's pictures and videos available of these official visits. Um, but what truly was it like, man, after you've been waiting so long to set foot on campus? And I know they rolled the red carpet out for you. So what was the trip truly like? Uh, give us a little bit of a behind the curtain on what an official visit is like for a top prospect. Yeah, you know, it's honestly, it was honestly amazing. I had a great time over there. You know, the coaches are super open and welcoming for not just my family, but really everyone that was there. They had a true passion for what they're doing. You could tell. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a super family-oriented team. Um, but, you know, as far as just, like, the experience, you know, we got to see a bunch of things that not a lot of people get to see just strolling around campus, um, you know, getting to try on the uniforms and really bonding with the players that are on the team right now um, is something that I thought was pretty cool, you know, just kind of just getting that feel of how the, you know, the guys were like on the team because one day in a few months, actually, those are going to be my brothers and those are going to be people that I look up to. Um, so you know, just building a relationship with them was really cool. Um, and obviously building a relationship with the coaches, Coach Mullen and Coach McGee and really everyone on the staff. I got the chance to talk to a lot of coaches in depth. So that was pretty cool. Um, and honestly, like another favorite part of mine is really just um, bonding with all the other recruits that we're trying to get down at the swamp. Um, I feel like everyone kind of enjoyed it, just being around everyone. We all kind of bonded really well. So I think that just made like the whole – the whole weekend really just like it was like the cherry on top you know all the recruits seemed to really like each other so um you know it was, it was a really fun weekend I can't get enough of the recruiting edits and the the photos and all that stuff because it's, there's been so much recruiting going on and I have to say Florida's really done a great job with how they've been marketing to recruits on social media and all the cool stuff that they've put out there so I bet it was a lot of fun, man. It, it did look like a blast. Seeing those pictures of you and your family, uh, I'm sure made one, a lot of guys want to try to come experience that same thing. Thanks for the time, man. Congratulations yeah. on all of the, uh, you know, all of the accolades and all of the attention you have. You know, everybody from Texas is going to be rooting for you in that Elite 11, and uh, especially when you move on to college and, and play in the SEC. There is Nick Evers, the quarterback of the Flower Mound Jaguars and the Florida Commit, talking with Greg Powers, who sits right here. And for the post-game interview about the interview, here's great kid, Greg Powers. Man. Yeah, great kid. Love to hear him talk about his family and how they played a, a big role in his decision-making process to go to Florida. And I love seeing the pictures of him and his little sister on the visit. That that, yes, yeah, that's cute. Most certainly. Um, I think it's going to be. He's. He, I think he's a star. And, and, and look, Florida has a good history of coming into the Lone Star State and picking up quarterbacks. And they are on fire. Yeah. Nick kind of talked about um, – you heard him talk about it. His 
the way he's taken an active role in recruiting players to Florida, but he said he's not just stopping in Texas. He's Florida's a national brand, and they're trying to get guys from all over the country. So he has some his eye on some guys in Texas, but he's also uh, now an active recruiter on the national uh, football landscape as well. Now let's go over to Ashley Pickle for a very, very special edition of America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Ain't that special. Oh, okay. Well, I, just, I was trying to build this thing up and maybe give you the confidence to deliver a good segment, but apparently not. Uh, no, but a reminder, obviously programming reminder here, this is our last show of the – what is going on there? My goodness. That's great stuff. Um, <laughs> the, this is our last show of the week. We will be heading out to College Station yeah. like basically now. So, yeah, we're uh, packing up right now. TexasFootball.com slash 7 on 7. We'll have all sorts of stuff. We'll also have uh, – I guess we can tease this, but we're doing instant reaction videos. Yeah. Um, each after day. each day. So be if you haven't gone and subscribed to the Dave Campbell's YouTube page, it's youtube.com slash Dave Campbell's TF. If you subscribe, it'll alert you when those instant reaction videos are up. So we'll have three of those going up. So enjoy that. And of note today, because I know she'll appreciate this shout out because you uh, because she listens to the show. You got to meet my mom. I did. My mom brought Temp me coffee. mom. It was awesome. My mom brought she's me coffee. A, she's a sweet lady. She got to come in and say hi to the staff. Yeah. So it's good to finally meet her in person. Powers just couldn't stop cursing. It was she, just She awful. really likes your magazine. She really... <laughs> <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, my mom came in and she was like, uh, I mean, uh, you guys are cool, but this magazine, garbage. <laughs> that would have been... Absolutely. would have been tough trash. for the old ego here. <laughs> I do think that... Uh, I, I, oh. Pickle, I think mm-hmm. that your, your final thoughts was going to be about the dual-sided tape and how it should be made better. Mm. No, that's a conversation for another time. Um... Yeah, that is a conversation for another time. I thought I had one other thing. Oh, I'll, I'll pop off my, about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. My, my mom came in, and the worst thing she did was that she told she was talking with Shahan, and she said, I read your, your main feature on the, uh, on the Aggie defense, and I thought it was great. And now Aggie's good, or now um, now Shahan's gonna ask me for a raise. Yeah, he's gonna be <laughs> like, like dude, to your go, mom, mom. <laughs> dude, your mom really likes my work. And how can and you, what I, are you gonna do? Yeah. Disagree with your, your mom? mom. <laughs> how can you say no to that? I know it's like ah. And she said it so nicely, like she's know, so she's like, sweet. It was so, it was, so it was really good. <laughs> it was just a really good article. Anyway, it's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. If you see us in College Station. Make sure you come up and say hi. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Flower Mountain quarterback Nick Evers for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle and Greg Powers, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.